Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello. Welcome to your Hollywood Crime Scene mini episode. Hi. Hi. We're here. How's it going, Desi? Perfectly fine. <laughs> Should we... Let's Let's just get to our top two stories that are not necessarily fun. Okay. <laughs> let's get, to, but they're important. So let's uh, do it. Okay, Josh Dugar, Dugar, oh he was found guilty of child pornography. Yes. I mean, that's, it's not good, but it's good that he's going to, to prison. Uh, finally. Yeah, I mean, fuck this guy. Uh, it's This is from CNN. It says a jury on Thursday found reality TV star Josh Dugar guilty of receipt of child pornography and possession of child pornography, according to the judgment filed in the United States District Court, Western District of Arkansas Fayetteville Division. That was a mouthful. Yeah, I stopped listening. <laughs> I couldn't follow it. <laughs> I was like, wait, what? Um. He Duggar was arrested on April 29th and arraigned on April 30th on federal charges of receipt and possession of child pornography, according to the U.S. Attorney's Office in the Western District of Arkansas. He allegedly downloaded material that depicted the sexual abuse of children under the age of 12. The U.S. Attorney's Office said in a statement, he has pleaded not guilty to the two charges. So... Um, yeah, it just goes on to de- to describe this more. If you don't know who Josh Duggar is, he was on the TV show 19 Kids and Counting. He was one of the kids, right? Right. So he was the he's the oldest son. Yes. So we know what that means in this type of Christian household. He's the one. He's like the anointed one. Oh. And this is very true in this family and in this church. He's this he's the guy they all put there like you know, money on to be the next president, basically. Like that's where they thought this guy was going. And that's why they spent so much uh, money and time and effort to hide his earlier crimes. Well, his crimes came to light while they were still filming the show about him abusing his sisters. Yeah. Right. And I I think like even family friends, like, right. Yeah. Um, and there was controversy about TLC keeping the show on the air at all in any capacity. Look, well, after- I'm definitely going to do an episode on them. Maybe I'll do it next year Yeah, because it's going to be a long one and I'm very interested in this topic. I know a lot about it already. Yeah, I think I Kara did a, um, from everyone's business, but mine she, did an episode on him, like a brief a good, rundown yeah. too. So if you want to look there to get more details, this guy's a piece of shit. I, I'm glad he's going to prison. He's going to be kept away from his children. You know, he has children, very like seven kids, I think. Yeah. Maybe one is on the way. Uh, and he was allowed to see them while he was on trial, like supervised visits with his wife. But it's like his wife isn't doing anything <laughs> to protect anyone. Like the whole story is fucked up and a mess and an indictment of that kind of their church and their religion that puts women and children less than this guy yeah. or men in general, yeah. it's not a good way to live. They're like a very specific sect of Christianity. Yeah, I can't remember what they're... I don't want to say the title and fuck up and 
condemn some other church. <laughs> I can't remember what their specific religious is, but yes, it is a very specific uh, version of Christianity. That's bad, in yeah. my opinion. Uh, okay, uh, kind of in the same vein, the Ghislaine Maxwell trial is still going on. It's happening. Oh, and I wish we got more info. The one thing I saw was that she drew a picture of the court reporter drawing her or something. Yes, that made the news a couple days ago. You know what those famous court sketches look like. Look, I I think they all kind of look the same. It's kind of like they get the same style of artist to draw yeah, these people. Yeah, it's never like an abstract. <laughs> or like it's always like the same sketchy. They just look very similar. And I'm some sorry, are better than others. I'm sorry if I'm insulting someone who's a professional court sketch artist. I'm sure you guys all have very. Um, I'm I'm just too much of a um, philistine. Yeah. To I, I'm sure it's very difficult. And yeah. a lot of pressure, too. Oh, yeah, totally. Um, so, yeah, th- there was, like, a story going around a couple days ago that Ghislaine Maxwell, during the trial, the sketch artist was sketching her, and Ghislaine is looking right at you, because she was looking right at the sketch artist. Yeah. And Ghislaine was also sketching. Ugh. She was, like, drawing the sketch artist. What a creep. She's creepy. This is from the New York Times. This is... An update, live updates, Maxwell defense questions fourth accuser's memory. Ghislaine Maxwell's attorney challenged Annie Farmer, arguing that her recollection was unreliable because she didn't have a written account like she had for other testimony. So obviously Ghislaine's defense is going to attack the credibility of of the victims. Right. I mean, Uh, it kind of sucks that that's almost the only defense they usually go for. Yeah, I don't. I don't know what the other options are, but it's like it just sucks. Like, right? They you know? attack the characters of these victims. Uh, victims. Yeah. yeah, I mean, these women are really brave, obviously, for um, speaking out and testifying. This article says Ghislaine Maxwell's defense lawyers suggested on Friday that a witness's description of a visit to Jeffrey Epstein's ranch could be unreliable because the witness did not provide a written record of the trip. The witness, Annie Farmer, testified that during the visit to New Mexico, which took place when she was 16, Miss Maxwell gave her an unwanted massage and touched her breasts. Later, Miss Farmer said Mr. Epstein bounded into the bedroom she was using, got into bed with her, and wrapped her up in his arms. Miss <sighs> Farmer was the fourth woman to take the stand in Miss Maxwell's sex trafficking trial in federal district court in Manhattan and testify about her experiences with Miss Maxwell and Mr. Epstein. During cross-examination, a defense lawyer, Laura Menninger, asked repeatedly about a journal Miss Farmer had kept as a teenager and which detailed the first time she met Mr. Epstein during a trip to New York City that she took a few months before the visit to New Mexico. Miss Farmer agreed that the journal had helped refresh her recollection of the trip to New York and that it had contained no description of Miss Maxwell, who she said she had not met during that visit. It was not clear whether Miss Farmer had kept a similar journal about her travel to New Mexico, but she acknowledged that she had not provided any such journal entries to the government. That led Miss Menninger to suggest that without a contemporaneous written account, details of the trip could be muddled. It goes on. Yeah. Um, but I mean, I think the... Uh, I don't know. Uh, interesting isn't the right word, but I think it's important to remember she's... She's also, she didn't just procure victims for Epstein. She participated in the abuse of these girls 
physically. Yes. Like sexually, sexual abuse. She was totally part of this whole thing. She was not. Every level. Every level. There's no like denying, you know what I mean? Like she can't be like, oh, I thought he was a charity for for children. Like, do you know what I mean? She's actually involved in the sexual abuse of these women or girls uh, then. Uh, So that's just like. I hope she fucking gets the book thrown at her. Uh, yeah, like, for sure. She's a she's like she's irredeemable in my she book. She fucking sucks ass. Um, so yeah, I that's 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 all I'm gonna say about that. But we'll we'll give you more trial updates. Right, but the trial is happening right now, and one of the victims did testify. Okay, moving on to less soul crushing. Yeah, stories. Have you seen the Finnish prime minister? I have. I think she's really hot. I mean, she's fine. I'm very attracted to her. <laughs> uh, so to, shout out to our Finnish listeners. Yeah. I, don't know, I don't know how good she is as a prime minister, but I, I think she's a very hot Hopefully lady. she's not a neo-Nazi or something. <laughs> no, I doubt that. I, I don't that. think she is. I doubt that. But um, okay, so this is from BBC. It says, Sana Marin... Finland's PM, sorry for clubbing after COVID contact. Finland's Prime Minister Sana Marin has apologized for going cl- clubbing after coming into close contact with a COVID-19 case. Sana Marin went on a night out in Helsinki on Saturday, hours after her foreign minister had tested positive. She was initially told she did not need to isolate because she had been fully vaccinated, but later missed a text that advised her to do so. Critics questioned her judgment for not isolating until testing negative. The Social Democratic Prime Minister, 36, said the text message that advised her to avoid social contact was sent to her work phone, which she had left at home. When she saw the text on Sunday, she urgently sought a COVID test and the result came back negative. At first, Ms. Marin defended her actions, arguing that she had followed the advice of her Secretary of State who informed her of the COVID exposure. Um, she probably was also like, look, I'm just doing hot girl shit. Look, like, are you, just because you're prime minister, you're not allowed to go out clubbing anymore? Right. So, so, I mean, that's bullshit. They, yeah, they should say that in the job description. Although I have to say, by 36, <laughs> I had definitely stopped my clubbing days. <laughs> like, you know what? <laughs> I, think she's, I think she's hot enough. I think she can do whatever she wants. I'm, I think she can do whatever she wants too. I'm just saying by that point I was done. <laughs> you were done. Okay. But she's clearly not. She put on her Jimmy Choo's or whatever uh, footwear she's into wearing and she went out, hit the town. Obviously she left her work phone at home. I honestly don't know why this is a scandal. She didn't do anything wrong in my book. Is she supposed to always have her phone with her? Like I just don't see what the issue is here. Uh do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess I think they just want to publicly scold her. I think it seems like a public scold, uh, and I don't think it would happen if it was a guy necessarily. Like, I think they like the element that she's this wom- young, w- younger woman clubbing. Yeah, and it's like, look, see what happened. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it said she was dancing at the Butcher's Club where she stayed till four a.m. Love that for her. She's partying it up. I, I mean, it's it's an interesting thing to think about. Like, what is your what is your life when you're a world leader? Like, right. what is your life and personal life? When do you get to have that time? 
Do you know what I mean? Like none yeah. of our presidents are going out clubbing because they're all old. Yeah. Really old. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like it's not even an option. Right. But are they allowed to go smoke cigars and drink bourbon or whatever old white guys do? Right. Till all hours? Right. Like they might do that and we never know. Like at least she got the test the next day. Do you know what I mean? Like I don't get what everyone's up in arms about. Yeah, I don't know. I think she was just trying to do hot girl shit and got caught and people were mad about it. Yeah. Anyway, like I said before, I did this story because I'm very attracted to her. We get it, Rachel. I'm an apologist. I'm an apologist. I, I'm fine with her doing what she's doing for sure. Here's a Christmas story. The real life Home Alone house is now available on Airbnb. Oh, is it in Chicago? Yes, or somewhere outside of Chicago. Like around, yeah, yeah. suburbs. So this is from Airbnb's website, and it looks like, according to this article, they're not only offering the house to stay at, but it's like a full immersive Home Alone experience. Oh. Like, I looked at pictures of the house, and they have... It, it's decorated to look exactly like how the house looks in Home Alone. Do they have booby traps set up? <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> they should have done that. They should they have been have like, had, you can yeah. stay here for very inexpensive. Um, Be careful. But the catch is you have to survive uh, blazing hot door handles. Christmas ornaments under windows. Yeah. <laughs> nails on yeah. the floorboards. Yeah. A giant tarantula. See, I would pay for that experience. You would pay to go in the... To catch a look for the booby trap. Oh, my God. <laughs> I would get hurt I say that. immediately. As soon as I walked in, I would get the feathers I would on just my head. stand there, not <laughs> <Yeah>. moving. <laughs> okay, so from Airbnb's website, it says, this season, fans are set to have their dreams come true with an overnight stay in the original Home Alone house. While the McAllisters are away on their annual trip, all of them but the pet Durantula this time, mm. four guests will get the opportunity to relieve their favorite scenes from the holiday classic and let their inner eight-year-olds run free for the evening without the interruption of pesky intruders. They should also have Joe Pesci and Daniel Stern there available. Just like you're changing and you see something in your window. Yeah, that should be part of the immersive experience. They should have that. It's not that immersive if it's just decorated. Yeah. It should look like the house. I want to be afraid for my life in this house. Big Brother Buzz McAllister will join thousands of hosts on Airbnb by opening the doors to his family's Chicago home as the ultimate gift this month. So I guess they got the actor who played Buzz, and he's going to show up. Does he own the house, or he just shows up? I guess he's just going to show up, maybe surprise uh, you. Wow. And be a dick to you. See, I would, and I would also require that he would be a dick. He needs to be a dick. Because he, that, I don't know how old he's supposed to be in Home Alone, like 15, 14. That is like, the rudest 14-year-old I've ever but seen But it's in also my like life. he looks like he's from the 1950s. Oh, yeah. He's got that hair. <laughs> he's got like the buzz cut yeah. and the face. <laughs> uh, following the release of Home Alone, oh, Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh, yeah. They made like a new installment recently. Oh. Um, blah, blah, blah. A quote from the... From Buzz says, you may not remember me as particularly accommodating, but I've grown up and I'd be happy to share my family home, my pizza, even with you this holiday season. Just try not to let my tarantula Axel loose this time. I didn't know that the tarantula had a name until just now. Me either. He just called it my tarantula in the movie. Yeah. Buzz will host a one-night stay for up to four guests at the McAllister residence on December 12th for only $25. He, that's what he's getting paid? 
I think it costs only $25 oh. to rent it for four people. So you must have to like apply to this. But that must be a very, that's for overnight? Yes. Oh my God, $25 seems cheap. It is cheap. Airbnb can be very expensive. So this is like a promotional thing. It I has think. to be, yeah. yeah. During their stay, guests will enjoy a cozy holiday scene with twinkling lights and a perfectly trimmed tree in celebration of the season. Booby traps galore. Oh. But don't worry, you'll be setting them, not sidestepping them. <sighs> That's too much work. I don't feel like doing a job. No. On vacation. <laughs> <laughs> Surprisingly searing splashes of aftershave and ample opportunity to scream into the mirror. All the 90s favorites to their heart's desire, including plenty of Chicago's finest pizza and a candlelit dinner of microwavable craft macaroni and cheese. A meet and greet with a real-life tarantula. They should su- do a surprise meet and greet. Like, you don't know when it's yeah. coming. And, they and just- you think it's one of the actors and it's a tarantula. <laughs> Right, like there's a knock on the door, and then you open the door, and it's the tarantula. Just sitting on the front stoop? Yeah. You're like looking up, and then you look down. They should have consulted us. (laughs) A viewing of the film's franchise newest holiday adventure, Home Sweet Home Alone. No one wants to see that. No. We want the original. We want to see Angels with Dirty Faces, (laughs) the movie that he watches. The movie within the movie. Yes. Uh, We may all be older and wiser now, but we're never too old for holiday hijinks. Buzz says, so this year, spend the holidays not so home alone at my parents' house. So he's still playing the character. He sounds too nice to be Buzz. He should be like... uh, Listen, you freaks, you want to stay... Like, he should be like... (laughs) Yeah, I think he should be a dick. But it is uh, cool how they did decorate the house to look exactly how it looked in the movie. Um, I'd stay... I mean, I'd I'd stay there. I would definitely want to go. If I was in Chicago. Yeah. So if you go to this house, if you're one of the four people and you happen to listen to this show, please write in. <laughs> Seriously. What are the chances? <laughs> it could happen. It could happen. Weirder we, things we have don't happened. Know. Okay. Let's get to a birthday shout out. This is a happy birthday to Sydney Lisa Rinna Forbes. Oh. Lisa Rinna is her nickname. Okay. This is from Raven. Hey, Rachel and Desi, my sister and I love the show, and I was hoping you could give a big 23rd birthday shout-out to Sydney Lisa Rinna Forbes. And please please assure her that 23 is not old and that her life is just getting started. Look, I remember being 23 and um, like turning 24, and someone younger than me like that I worked with was like, Oh, damn, sorry. Like, <laughs> and I always think back to that. I was like, I should have been like, you I idiot. would lo- like, that's so young. Like, and I always remember thinking like, it's time, like years are even more dramatic when you're like 18. Yes. It's like 24 seems like, wow, you're like fucking senior citizen. now. <laughs> like it's so old seeming, but it is so young. Like, it's not, it's not old. You're so young. I yeah. think back to when I was 23. Oh my God. The world is your oyster. Yes. And you know what? It'll continue to be your oyster. Like It's never not. Personally, uh, I've had the time of my life in my 30s. 30s, like you have so much to look forward to. You just get better. I mean, you these do. are all these are all clichés, but actually true. It really you does get, get more better. comfortable, you get more yourself. Uh, you don't care anymore. 
I mean, all those memes about like old bitches being like not caring, like in their seventies or something like that. It's like it's true. You just stop caring as much about the little about things. what people think of you and uh, stuff like that. So it is nice. But twenty three is very young. I think so. It's very young. Yeah, and. I hope you have an amazing... Today is her birthday. Oh, happy birthday. So I hope you have an amazing birthday. Let us know what you ate. Did you? Did we find out why her nickname is Lisa Renna? I would like to know that too. Maybe she's... Because that's like a very uncommon nickname. Well, maybe she's a big Lisa... <laughs> maybe she's a big Lisa Renna stan. Maybe she has huge lip implants. Like Lisa... <laughs> I, want, I want to know the backstory of uh, Lisa Rinna being a nickname. I would love to know what you did for your 23rd birthday, what kind of food you ate. Yeah, email us. I don't even remember what I did for my 23rd birthday. Honestly, I probably did something stupid, like I probably went to Pink Taco. I don't think I really celebrated every birthday. I went to Disneyland. That's what I did. Oh, really? I went to Disneyland. I remember now. Okay. Because I remember who I was dating when I was 23. That's the only reason I remember. Um, Okay. But I hope happy birthday. We have a great day and we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back. One size fits all seems like a good idea for clothes until you try them on. Same goes for healthcare. That's why United Healthcare offers flexible, budget friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. Learn more at uh1.com. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. I've had a really stressful year with work and family stuff, and I know I'm not alone when I say I tend to push that stress down in order to get what I need done, done, and that only makes things worse. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, it can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and to figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. In the past, therapy has helped me navigate many situations from helping me to set boundaries to just becoming the best version of myself. If you are thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. I love that it's entirely online, so it's convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapist anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash HCS today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash HCS. I'm the queen of starting a free trial offer and forgetting to cancel it, oftentimes being charged for months for something I'm not even using. If I asked you how many subscriptions you have, would you be able to list all of them and how much you're paying? If you would have asked me this question before I started using Rocket Money, I would have said yes, but let me tell you, I would have been so wrong. I can't believe how many I had and all the money I was wasting. With Rocket Money, I can see all of my subscriptions in one place, and if I see something I don't want, I can cancel it with a tap. I never have to get on the phone with customer service. They'll even try to get you a refund for the last couple of months of wasted money and negotiate to lower your bills for you by up to 20%. All you have to do is take a picture of your bill and Rocket Money takes care of the rest. Rocket Money is a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, monitors your spending, and helps lower your bills. 
Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has helped save its members an average of $720 a year with over 500 million in canceled subscriptions. It's definitely saved me money and now I can use that money to waste on things I do want. So stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. That's rocketmoney.com slash Hollywood Crime Scene. Desi. Yes. What'd you watch this week? Um, well, I think I mentioned on the Patreon after show that I started watching, uh, the stand, the CBS, the stand. Yes. I tried watching it again yesterday. I I think I'm just really tired at night lately. So I started watching it and I was at some point I said, too smart. (laughs) And I turned it off. Jesus. It's not even that smart. I, I just was like, I can't, it was like a passage they were talking about the, the, virus or whatever like the science yeah and i was like i can't follow this because i was too tired like i just want to watch the action and the relationships but what it was like this long passage about explaining things yeah and i just couldn't listen to it i just need to watch it maybe when i'm fully awake i i think the thing is i have to get into things when i'm fully awake and then i can watch it because i'm into it right later at night i don't know if that makes sense but to get into something late at night is too difficult for me because i'm already half out you were up late last night no i wasn't i woke up in the oh, middle of the night because you texted me at like three in the morning and i, I was, woke up i was fucking shocked <laughs> i had gone i fell asleep oh. and i woke up in the morning and you texted me back right away. Of course. I, <laughs> I'm always awake at 3 a.m. I woke up because this story is kind of gross. The kitten shit in the bed. <laughs> Literally. In your bed? A small turd, but my leg crushed it. So I was like, why is my leg wet? No. And I woke up and I had to t- clean my leg off, clean, like take all. I had to do the whole like changing of the guard right. with like the bed and like the blankets and like. It was one small turd, one giant leaf for <laughs> Sorry. Uh, but I squished it. So I, I had saw like, the picture you took. That's not the turd. That's an old picture? First of that's all. That's a different turd you that, posted? That's also, I don't know what I was doing in bed last night. I accidentally posted that. That was not a picture of the turd. A few days ago, one of the kittens threw up, and I took a picture of it to show the vet so that's food. That's like food they threw up, that undigested food. That looked like a I, turd. It's not. It wasn't. Uh, <laughs> I it, I accidentally posted that story and somehow tagged it. Throwback. TBT. <laughs> I woke up and I was like, what the fuck? Dude, I saw. I, I was like, first of all, I was like, no one said anything to me. Like, Desi, gross. I like did not do that on purpose. I accidentally storied that throw up picture for the vet. Then why and did fucking you tagged it? it. I don't know how the tag throwback Thursday <laughs> happened. I literally screamed when I saw that this morning. Okay. Okay. Let me explain. I'm looking at your Instagram stories and I get to the, everything's like normal. And then I get to the last slide and it's a picture of a turd on a bed and it says, <laughs> and, it, and it says hashtag TBT. Okay. And I was like, what do, are we all supposed to remember? Are we all supposed to remember that this is a memory that happened that you put, po- that you've posted this turd before? Is this a turd we're supposed to know? 
turd back <laughs> turd back turd, turd. throwback turd throwback turd uh, no that was all accidental i have no <laughs> idea so- how it happened okay. i have that- no idea how i tagged it none of that was intentional that was all me rolling over on my phone probably it was open that's that could be dangerous a good thing you didn't luckily post- my last 50 pictures are cat throw up and kittens but the Dude. tag is so weird to me <laughs> how did i tag it I have no explanation, but at least that was uh, definitely not a turd, but least, I did get a turd last night and did you, not photograph at it. At least you didn't also tag a person. Like an Seriously? Account. Like imagine if you had tagged. It was honestly horrifying, I think because of all the possibilities, like as is, it's like stupid and funny and obviously no one was like, are you okay? Right. Because <laughs> like, I guess it was like, look at her being Desi again, <laughs> throwback Thursday, <laughs> which she never does about a turd looking thing. Uh, no, it was so stupid. Did you delete it? Of course, but I still have it in my camera roll now with the tag in a story because I posted it. I actually posted it this morning, uh, on Twitter. Cause I was like, look what I did last night. And then I deleted it. Cause I was like, the picture is kind of gross. Cause it does look like a turd, even though it's not. It's like thick throw it's up. Gross. It's really gross. It's really gross. I was honestly shocked. I was offended. <laughs> no, I, was offended. I, I think it's funny that you saw it because I was like, I have no idea. Well, I was like racking my brain. I was like, is this some joke I don't know about? Like, yeah. What? No, no. The joke is me yeah, accidentally I doing it. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, she's like chugging her gallon. <laughs> I'm chugging my I'm 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 chugging my gallon of water right uh, now. So no, I I mean, other than what I've been watching, Yellow Jackets, mm. um, Dexter, all of the same. There's nothing new. I was going to start. I really want to see House of Gucci, and I need it streaming. I know. Me too. I don't want to go to a theater for that. I know it's not good. Yeah. But at home, it could be fun. Totally. So I really want to see that. I don't know how to make it happen. Yeah. Well, but, I guess we have to wait for it to be streaming. Um, I started watching The Handmaid's Tale for some reason. Oh. I've never seen it. I haven't either. Um. It's enjoyable. I mean, it's, I mean, I mean, yeah. it's really depressing, but it's like it's an interesting. I kind of am enjoying how they are doing. Like, I, it's like it's a dystopian, obviously, uh, genre, but I'm enjoying how they're doing it. Sort of. If the, I, yeah. I can't explain. It's I mean, like, people what, like it. Yeah, obviously. Yeah. It like won a bunch it's won a bunch of awards and like people love it. I feel like I missed the ball on it and I've just I'm like, should I? And I'm like, I'm so behind on it. Like, no, is that's, it even yeah. That's where I was and I was kinda like, I don't know if that's not really like my thing. Like that show. It's not like a show I would typically like get really into. Um but I'm in, I'm enjoying watching it. I watched the new Sex in the City yesterday. They really HBO Max has two episodes, the first two episodes up. Uh, I have a lot of notes. I'm not going to get into it. Yeah. But look, I miss Samantha. I I'm think, sorry. I think everyone misses I miss her. Sam- we all miss Samantha. It's like the big uh, glaring thing. Yeah. For me. I think for a lot of people. Okay. Like, <laughs> like I'm not going to watch it because of that. I've seen some clips and I've read all the spoilers. Yeah. So I know what's happened. Because it's like, I know I'm not going to watch it, so I don't really care. And to be honest, I don't even care 
if I do watch it, if I'm spoiled, because it's not going to matter. <laughs> it doesn't yeah. look good. <laughs> there were aspects of it I enjoyed watching it for sure. And look, I'm prob- I'm sure it's watchable and it's a perfectly made show where the story is all like you're yeah. going to kind of follow through. Yeah. But it's like I, I saw it. It's not as good. I'm going to watch it again next week, too. I'll, look, I'll probably watch the whole season. Like I don't doubt it. I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think a lot of people are going to watch it, but yeah. it's not good. Like, it is not good. It's not the same show. It's, it's more in line with the, the second movie than it is with the original show I don't and think the first so. movie. I think it's more in line with the first movie than the second movie. It's it's not... this. It's I not, guess I've only seen all of the horrible uh, the, clips. Yeah, the, you've, yeah, no, it's not... There, there are some moments in it where I'm like, all right, this is... But that's not enough for this show. They should have not come back unless it was going to be 100% good. That's how I feel. Okay. I don't like when shows come back and ruin the reputation of the original. And I think the second movie successfully did that. Yeah. And I don't, it's not even for me like, oh, we're just in a different place now. Like, I'll still watch Rich Assholes, but yeah. let me watch Rich Assholes. Like, right. I don't need them. It's just, it didn't, it didn't work for me yeah. personally. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, that's probably the two most interesting new things that I have watched this week. Yeah, I'm surprised by The Handmaid's Tale. Isn't that surprising for me? I mean, I'm not 100% surprised because it's something that I'm always like, should I? (laughs) And then I never do. Yeah. Because it's so prevalent and it's like, yeah, I can see myself probably liking it. It's just, it's like, it's too old now. Like, no one's talking about it. And you know what I mean? Like, it's such a cultural touchstone show that everyone was talking about. I always feel weird going back and watching those later. Yeah. It's like the moment has passed or something. I mean, I still think people are, it's still going on. So I still think... Is it still going on? Yes. How do you have more seasons of that? <laughs> Look, it's a very popular, successful show. I guess. Um, I mean, I'm in, like, I've. I guess it's like it started off as like being based on the book, and I guess they just go off the book. I think that's what happens. Yeah. With the shows that are based on books is like eventually. If they're popular enough, they're like, well, let's do this more. Right. Yeah. Like Dexter was yes. books. Yeah. Graphic novels. No, it was books. What do you mean books? It's a graphic novel. That was a graphic novel? I thought you it was a You think that was a book? <laughs> Hold on. We need to pause. Okay. You were right about the last two things. What things? We got two emails in the recent past that said, Desi was right. Oh, I didn't even read them. This is one thing I'm right about. This is one thing I'm I think I'm column. also right. They're both. I think other people <laughs> who aren't Jeff Lindsay, the author, made graphic novels after the fact. But that doesn't mean that there aren't existing graphic novels. I'm sure somebody did do a comic, but okay. the original series came That's what I'm saying. We're both right. There's graphic novels and novels. Right into the show if you've read the Dexter <laughs> graphic novel or if you've read the, the novel novel, the Darkly Dreaming Dexter. I kind of want to read the books. Um, are they the it's show just, based on the books 100%? Like, is every season a book? No, there's a series. Or is it different? It's different. I'm not sure exactly. I'm not going to speak to that. But I know that there are, it's like, there's the same characters in the novels. It's Um, a series. It's like a series. Yeah, like True, uh, what's it? True Blood also. Was that a book too? Yes, that's a book series, like a Southern Gothic horror book series. Uh, Yeah, that was very famous. I, I didn't read them. I think it's like an Anne Rice type. This is one of author. those conversations where somebody, multiple people are screaming at the phone, like, you idiots. You know what? Go ahead, scream, have your fun. <laughs> <laughs> we are idiots. Um, 
Okay, what'd you eat? Well, I went to Bell's Bagels. Oh, oh well. That's my big exciting news. We talked about it on the Patreon after show, this Bell's Bagels controversy well, about they're not, what's an authentic bagel. Bell's Bagels is not controversial. No, but they're involved in this controversy like yes. with this bigger company, corporate bagel store opening up down the road. I passed that bagel store. The building is there. But it's not open. No, it's not open. We gave a it whole- says coming soon. And I was like, are you? We don't know. They, we did an entire... Dude, what the hell? Masha, we did an entire rundown on our Patreon, if you want to hear about it. Yeah. So anyways, it's a local bagel shop that's in my neighborhood. I've been wanting to go there for a while, and this kind of finally spurred me on to go. I got four everything bagels, a sesame and an onion and some scallion cheese, <laughs> cream cheese. <laughs> and I brought Rachel and Brendan an everything bagel each. It was good, right? They were so good. They're the kind of bagels that are so good you don't need to toast them. Yes. It's a very chewy mm. inside and crisp on the outside. They had tons of seeds, yeah. which I like. I did too. See, here's the thing. Part of the controversy is the big bagel guy thought that you shouldn't have seeds on both sides. And I disagree. I disagree. I like. I always am disappointed in the bottom half of a bagel because unless you eat it as a sandwich, you have a half of a bagel with no seeds on it or maybe a few strays. Yeah. Or you have to pour the bag, <laughs> the back crumbs or something like. Right. I don't like. I don't like that. And no one wants that half. That, right. That you don't like eating that slice. Right. It's bad. So this has tons of seeds, both sides. Uh, I thought it was a really good everything bagel. It was a perfect bagel to me. They're going to open up a deli soon, and I'm excited for that because I love uh, Jewish-style deli, and I don't have one I love in L.A. that's near me, so yeah. it's kind of a constant uh, upsetting thing for me. Right. Because there should be a really good Jewish deli in L.A. all over. All over the place. There's like a few, I think, that I haven't been to that people say is good, but are they? I don't know. Do you know what I mean? Like, it's always kind of like, I've been to a few and I was like, eh, it's fine. It's not New York style. Or somebody's like, oh, there's this one in the valley. It's like, yeah, but I don't live in the valley. I'm not going to drive to the valley to get food that I might not even like. (laughs) I need like, I need someone I know to tell me it's great and I trust their food taste kind of thing. Uh, although there was that one in uh, by you that used to be by you in Hollywood by the Lang- Langer's daughter or something. No, daughters. Is it called daughters? It was okay. Russ and daughters spinoff. Oh, it is. Yeah. Oh, I thought it was it's... a Langer spinoff. Um, Wait, I thought it was a Russ and daughters spinoff. <laughs> another, another. Oh back God, and forth. here we here we go again. <laughs> uh, you know what? I could be wrong. What I know, it was a spinoff of something. It's the daughter of a famous. Jewish De- deli. deli. I thought it was Langer's because it's LA, but I, I can't remember now. Or I don't know enough to say for sure. Yeah. Um, yeah. So that's the only one I've heard is good from you and maybe another person. So yeah, I'm excited to see what they do. Bagels are big right now in LA. Yeah. We talked about that a bit. There's a bunch of um, artisanal small business bagel shops opening and uh, I'm curious to try them all. I really liked Bell's. So if you're in East LA... You should hit them up for Northeast, sure. Northeast. Northeast, yeah. Uh, it's good. Even if you're in Lower East, drive on up. <laughs> it's not that far. Drive Get on, on up. up on the 110, one of those exits that's like a stop sign. Right. Oh, God. Those are the worst. When you're, when you're that one in Highland Park, 
that entrance to the freeway where it's like just a stop sign. There's like five of those. Yeah. It's so scary. What the fuck? Because those that? those fucking freeways were invented for Model T's. <laughs> like, I don't know what that is. Like, I'll avoid certain exits because I was like, I can't deal yeah. with the pressure of um, getting on that. It's also one of those things. It's like everyone needs to not be in the right-hand lane, especially like it's for... Near that exit. Especially on that freeway. Because yeah. all even the longer exits are still pretty short. Mm-hmm. Um, and then even getting it's just so scary it's one of the scariest uh things so um yeah but yeah i liked bells i'm excited to try their deli and i'm excited to try some of the other bagel shops i like maury's a lot i think we ordered from there once we have we ordered like an entire spread from them yeah they were good i wanted to try more things at bells i just kind of did it quickly right and got like a basic didn't we get a coffee cake from maury's too didn't you get a coffee cake oh i did that was delicious okay that's my favorite coffee cake it's like old school. Yeah. You get it for like school lunch sometimes in New York. Mm. I think LA has a famous coffee cake. You can like get the recipe online. I mean, LA, yeah, uh, the recipe online. But it's also kind of like a packaged one. Yeah. <laughs> it's like in New York, there's tons of that kind of crumb topping. But this was a like yellow really cake. gourmet. This one was like a gourmet version of the school coffee cake that yeah. you could get in New York public schools. It was a classic. It didn't have any unnecessary bells and whistles. It was no. Like, it's just that thick crumb that's pale brown mm. <laughs> with like the powdered sugar, lightly sprinkled, and the yellow cake. So yeah, good. it was really good. They did a good one. I love that type of coffee cake. It's the best. Um, so always, yeah, we have to try cor- cor- courage. I don't. I can't say that word. Yeah, courage is the other uh, hot bagel shop, and it's in Echo Park, right? Yeah, it's close. It's close to me. You're getting a lot of good food in your neighborhood. I really am. So, I'm really lucky. Yeah, there's like this new Italian place in my neighborhood. I want to try too. Ooh, that is like. Uh, it's it's a date night restaurant. My neighborhood's like a little ahead of yours in food, but you're getting there. I'm getting there. Yeah, yeah. So I'm getting a lot of good places. Obviously, my brother's bar. If you want to get a great hot dog, I've been thinking about getting a hot dog. Oh. If we go out Tuesday, we'll get a hot dog. Yes. Okay. We'll get hot dogs on Tuesday. El Prado. That's a plug for my brother. His bar. I love it. <laughs> We're just trying to get him to take us to the restaurant where. Oh my god. <laughs> Oh my God, I, I forgot to text him. I need to text him and say, Nikki. Yeah, please. When, when are you going to the uh, wholesaler next? We'll get all dressed up. We'll be we, so eager like little kids going to the crayon factory. I'm going <laughs> to wear my little, I'm going to wear little patent leather shoes. I'm going to wear white gloves. I'm going to get dressed up. I'm going to um, definitely have my little clipboard to make plans, figure out what I want to buy, yeah. what I want to make en masse. <laughs> That. You know what I'm curious? I really want, I always want is like, like restaurant, takeout restaurant style lo mein noodles. Mm. Cause I always just end up using whatever, like they have Asian noodles at like Whole Foods, but they're not exactly, they're a little too healthy. Yeah. I want the ones that are basically like white flour spaghetti, but that squishier kind. You don't want whatever bullshit spelt flour. No, I want like our buckwheat. I want white flour, but they're a little chewier than like Italian style noodles. Do uh, you make lo mein at home? I have. Yeah. I have made a recipe once that's good. And I've, I've made like sesame noodles. Right. But, but I just you, use pasta. But if you had legit noodles. If I had legit mo- noodles, I would make lo mein a lot probably because right. I love lo mein. Me too. I mean, I, yeah. So uh, I want that squishy noodle though. You know the noodle I'm talking about. I know exactly. Or the one from Panda Express that's kind of crunchy. 
Yeah. That one's good too. I like those style that, noodles. That's, yeah, that's good. So yeah, I really want to go. So we'll have to. Um, just, we're we're gonna he's gonna take him. us. We're gonna bug he's him gonna about do it. it. If if any of his friends are listening to this episode, just tell him to take us. We're take really us. nice people. Yeah, <laughs> we won't embarrass him at the restaurant wholesale place. No, we give him a lot of press. <laughs> we'll get. <laughs> That's right. We've talked about the hot dogs on the show. Come on. We've talked about the, uh, what else does he have there? Pick- I posted his brisket on my oh, grid. Oh, yeah. The fabulous brisket. <laughs> we, uh, he also has pickled eggs at his bar, if, the, if you're into that thing. You know what? I'm going to try one next time. I'm going to. And everyone's going to be like horny. No, I'm just <laughs> Everyone's going to be like, boing. Pickled egg has to be the least horny food. Um. Well, it has a hot color sometimes because it can be bright pinkish purple. I just think that, look, there's probably a lot of people on like second dates at my brother's bar. And like if I was on a second date with someone and they ordered a pickled egg, I'd be like, what's going on here? It's like that scene in The Heartbreak Kid where she orders egg salad. Yeah. And he's like disgusted. Speaking of egg salad. (laughs) Speaking of egg salad. Brendan came home yesterday with a pound of egg salad. Yeah, it's such a um, deranged purchase. That's what I told him. That is exactly what I said. He said it is deranged, but he was at this sandwich. He was at the Clark Street, whatever. Yeah, I feel like half a pound is doable. That's still a lot. He was at Clark Street, and he uh, he was getting a sandwich, and he said, "I I feel weird just buying a sandwich." So I ended. I like. I just like panicked, and I asked for a pound of egg salad. I mean, that's one way to not make it weirder. <laughs> that made it ten times weirder. It was ten times weirder because it's like, what are you going to do with that? What do you want to go into a church social? Right. Like, <laughs> no, he's going to eat it. Well, he does need a lot of protein. Yes. So I mean, and Melon had some. Oof. Look, the cat. That cat loves eggs. Is that what you said? Because you, you sent me a picture that he was eating eggs. That was, was that the egg that salad? That was the egg oh, salad. Okay. I just assumed you made him some. No, I don't do that anymore. Um, I guess those those days are over. Remember the time I burnt that egg? Yeah. <laughs> How does that happen? It was You didn't put enough water. <laughs> no. You just let it burn. I forgot I had a... This was a long time ago. We talked about it on the show. I forgot I had a hard-boiled egg going on the stove, and it was in a teeny tiny pot, and the water of that... We were, like, recording. Look, I'm a very good cook. You're a very good cook. I make stupid mistakes all the time and do things that are like amateur hour. I just forgot it was it's, on the it's, stove. Most of my things are time related. I forget. Uh, they're always time related. Yeah. Um, that I forget. Or the time I tried to wing the banana bread and it literally was like a lava cake. <laughs> I was like, I guess it's not flourless. You need some flour to hold it together. Oh my um, God. Yeah. So that's, I think that's it. I think that's our show. We will see you all later. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.